Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That was brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Lins. Thanks, Adano. Sorry, my, my thing froze here. All right, so uh, Caitlin Clark announced yesterday that she's officially declaring for the WNBA draft. And it's caused a lot of speculation on whether or not she could actually earn more money by returning to Iowa for a fifth season because she redshirted her freshman year than by beginning her pro career as a WNBA's number one draft pick this spring. So what do you guys think about that? Can she make more money in the WNBA as a pro than she makes currently at Iowa? Yeah, or- some, some people are thinking she might be leaving money on the table by going pro already because she could get more endorsement and NIL deals in college. Yeah, I don't buy that um, because... She's going to keep all the endorsements she already has. You know what I mean? Like the State Farm stuff that she does. Like, I don't see that going away with her being a professional and she'll get more being a professional, too. Yeah, I think that she is about to become the most, and maybe she already is. Maybe this is like not the right way of saying it, but she's going to become the face of female athletes. I would kind of compare her to, I'm trying to think, George, like when like you think. Like Serena, of, but for basketball? Um. Yeah, I, I Serena's a good one, but I'm tr- I'm trying to think more of like team sports like Alex Morgan, you know, from the US oh, women's with, uh, national soccer, team, right, soccer. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, because you know there have been great female basketball players who are famous like Lisa Leslie, for example. Right. But I do think that Caitlin But women's Clark, basketball was not as popular right, then as it is now. Right. Like literally every WNBA game on national television and every and and basically any ESPN game or Fox or whatever women's bas- college basketball game is getting like six, 700,000 viewers. Yeah, I think, Which wasn't the case when Lisa Leslie was playing. Look, I, it's not like when Tiger Woods came to the PGA Tour and he changed the way people watched and were interested in golf. But I think that Caitlin Clark is the player that is going to make more people who have not necessarily been interested in the WNBA. I think she's going to increase that audience I don't know if it's going to be 5%, 20%. I, I don't know what exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, and, and I think that when um, when Angel Reese, the, the young lady she played at LSU last year for the championship, when she comes out in another year, I believe, um, I think that them as a battle, like I think that's a mark. They are marketable together because they have history. I look at them as potentially, and maybe I'm being hyperbolic. Let but, me guess. Let me guess. Magic versus Bird? Correct. Yeah. Because we saw, like them, we saw them play against each other for the championship in college, and then they had a rivalry in the pros. And I think that that potentially could be the case uh, with Caitlin and Angel. Um, Although it's funny, interestingly enough, I was talking to Lindsay about this earlier. You know the Sparks have the second and the fourth pick this year. No, I didn't know that. Man, it's the worst time to not have the first pick if you're them. You know what I mean? Like... Because there's no, there's no amount. Like if I'm Indiana, who has the n- number one pick in the draft in, in the WNBA, there's there's nothing you can trade me that I would trade for Caitlin Clark. Nothing, yeah. L- literally nothing. Yeah, you could trade me the next five years of your drafts, and I wouldn't do it. 
Yeah, and if you were the WNBA, you'd probably be like, oh, man, this sucks. Because if man, you would put her in L.A., right. right if we could, things, if it, she was in L.A., dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that'd be so great. Oh, man, she's going to be stuck in the middle of Indiana. <laughs> but they're going to be good because they've had a bunch of high draft picks the last couple of years, and they're going to end up being good. But you know I, she's from Iowa. You know, I get right. it. I mean, that's true, and Indiana is a huge basketball state. So they love their basketball. Are you sure she's from Iowa, or she just plays her college ball at Iowa? Well, she plays sure? college ball there. I don't know where she's from. <laughs> where's she from? Where's she from, Lindsay? I don't know. That's why I said that. Well, you should find out, because she might be from L.A. She might have gone to Sierra Canyon. Or maybe she's from Arizona. <laughs> I don't know where she. Oh, no, yeah. she's from Iowa. Oh, there you go. She's from Iowa. How about there that? There you go. There you go. So, so for her, Dallas she's Catholic probably like, High fine. I'll go to Indianapolis. Yeah. She's from Des Moines. Big Des Moines fan, you know? <laughs> You know, Cappy, I tried to watch her play. Um, I have, I think, were you on the crosstalk when I mentioned this? Like, the, the get-in price while she was been trying to break the, because originally she was breaking the women's record, but now she's only a few points away from breaking the Pete Maravich record, which is the men's record, too. And I've tried to go watch her at a bunch of places. It's like 225 250 just to get in the building. What do you care? Well, I also have to fly somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Come not, on. What do you care? I mean... Because it's a lot of money to fly to some random Big Ten school. It's not like it's cheap. How much did you pay last year to go see the University of Miami play in the Final Four? Or prior to that, even I actually you... used points on that one. All right, you got points. Yeah, you yeah. probably have. I don't so actually. I just used points. my points for a kid's spring break and some oh. for the summer vacation. So I'm out of points. Oh, really? You're done with points? Well, I mean, I got to accumulate again. Mm-hmm. Got to reaccumulate, do you? You'll re up yeah. in like a month. But yeah, it's not cheap to get to like, I don't know, she was playing at like Nebraska, right? So it was like, or or forget about Iowa. Like the average price for her next game is like 450 bucks or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good watching on TV. I don't really need to go there. It would be cool to see it, see her live and see the atmosphere. I guess. Isn't it this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like that's like the her last regular season I game. I think they're playing at Correct. Ohio State too. Oh yeah, that's right. They do. Wait, yeah, somebody, and they're really good. good. Wait, yeah. somebody yeah. fill me in. Who they're playing who where? Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State. And they're playing them when? This weekend. Um, I know, but this weekend Sunday. is Saturday or Sunday. What, what Sunday. anybody know what time what, what at network? At 1 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. So that's So 10. 10. Yeah. 10 a.m. on Fox. 10 a.m. Sunday morning Fox. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's usually football time. So, all right. Oh, it says that I actually just read that they're boosting their coverage. Uh, for this game, they said that it's also going to be available on FoxSports.com and the Fox Sports app, which normally they don't do that. Yeah, you know, this is what I'm saying is that there's I can't think in my lifetime of one female basketball player, especially college basketball player, where networks made a big deal out of wanting to show this one player. You know, th- so this is the impact that she's having on her sport and on the way it's being covered. She's such a big star that networks want to cover her. And mm. she is probably going to pass the all-time college NCAA record of points. Yeah, it's amazing. Good for her, man. I love the story. I do. I love, yeah. I love the girl power part of it. As a girl dad of three, I love it. Girl power. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Sure is. Um, so, Cappy. Talk to me. There's a lot of talk. Clearly, we've had a lot of conversations about Shohei Otani, right? And even Yamamoto recently, right? Yeah, I mean, the you know, first, I mean, they're the two new Dodgers. And, you know, uh, Otani is the biggest star in the game. And Yamamoto is, is, most people say he's the best pitcher to ever be produced by the country of Japan. And 
Both of them are new Dodgers. So, yeah, it stands to reason we've spent a lot of time on those two guys. My point is this. What is your point? We need to appreciate Mookie, man. For what? Because he's awesome. Okay, who's saying he's not awesome? Well, but I feel like we've spent a lot. It's like, you know, like the, you know, we're spending time on the new thing. When you should appreciate the old thing a little bit. He's not that old. So, but, but are people not? Yeah, no, I don't believe so. I believe we have spent way too much time talking about Otani. Are you going to send people to this Terminal B? He finished second in the MVP race last year. Yeah, but he also, and, and this is him saying it, not me saying it. I mean, I know it. He knows it. Everybody else knows it, but he says it. He was horrendous last year in the postseason. He was. So, but he is at all, like, he, if he retired right now, let's say something happened, he had to retire. Like, you would go away thinking to yourself, that guy, I mean, he might be a borderline Hall of Famer, even in a sport where you need to compile stats to do it. Look, Mookie Betts is an amazing player. What what makes Mookie Betts so great, what makes him so much fun, at least from my perspective, is he's little. And and little guys are not right, usually not big, powerful home run dudes. Right. Correct. He, he, he's not Mark McGuire. He's, he's five, not Barry nine, Bonds. He, he's my height. Yeah, I mean, my he's, weight. He, he's by by home run hitting standards, he's a little peanut. Okay, and 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 listen, he competed last year in the home run derby because he's got the guts to actually do it. When he tells you, I'm not even a home run hitter in batting practice. I hit home runs in games, and it just kind of happens, you know. But Mookie Betts is kind of like, I mean, for for a guy of his size, to hit for power the way he does. That, to me, makes him that much more interesting. Plus, I mean, the fact that he's gone back and forth between right field and second base and moved to outfield when he was, you know, when, when teams needed him to do that, this is back in Boston because they had a, you know, an, an all-star second baseman, and now, all these years later, coming back right. into the infield. That's yeah, he, my point. We but, talk about Otani, but Mookie is literally going to be an all-world second baseman again after not doing it for eons. It's kind of like when you have a new baby at home and you've got other kids and like right. you kind of pay yeah. a little bit more attention to the new baby and then the yeah. other kids like, hey, what yeah, about you know me? What? How about, yeah, how about the other kids, huh? You know, Cappy, you went through this, th- you know, three different times after, you know, after the first one. So, yeah, I just, I feel like Mookie Betts for him. Did you stop paying attention to, you know, Justin and, uh, you know, everyone else? Not really. I kind of just let the baby flop around on the floor. I was like, whatever. <laughs> <she's> <laughs> flopping. You know, she's fine. <laughs> You know, like, whatever. The people are like, don't you think maybe you ought to pick up the baby? Ah, she's fine. Oh, by the time you get to the fourth one, you're like, ah, whatever. Right. Village will raise her. Right. I guess what I'm saying, though, George, is, is I hear where you're coming from. That Just, that just show him some love. He's, he's a, right now, in this year's version of spring training, he's a little under the radar, but he doesn't need to be front and center because you do have these two new players in particular, just and I'm just talking about Otani and Yamamoto, yeah. that they're the shiny new objects. I know. And, and that's but, what everybody's focusing but, but on. But all I'm saying is, guy's got six gold gloves, six silver sluggers. The guy's, you know, he's, he's been an MVP. You know what I mean? Like, this guy deserves your love. And if you don't want to give him that love... Oh, no. You, you know oh, what? No. no, don't do it. Forget about Mellencamp. Don't do Terminal it. Terminal M is for Mookie. Wow. Wow. Is Terminal F for Freddie? Sure. Okay, I just want to make sure. I mean, are you, are you only giving love to Mook? Are you going to give love to Fred? Mook? Yeah, I mean, Freddie is fine. Yeah, Freddie's good. But, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a closer, I mean, Freddie's only been here, was it? Two no, seasons so far. Two seasons, right. This yep. will be his third. Mm-hmm. You know, Mookie's been here four. Mm-hmm. This will be his fifth. 
So I feel like a like Mookie to me was the was the biggest catalyst for them to win the championship. You know what I mean? Like when they added Mookie Betts, it was like, whoa. Because people forget that for years, people were very critical of Andrew Friedman because they were like, when is he finally just going to make a move and go all in and trade for somebody that's great and you know pay them this big the big contract that, that the great players are getting? And people were very critical that he wasn't doing that. And then he did it for Mookie, and then they got a championship out of it right away. Yeah, but that championship, I mean, listen, and they've, they've said it themselves, you know, it's great, they've got rings, but it was a abbreviated season and in baseball part of the um part of the the, the badge of honor is is going through the marathon you okay. know so, no i get that but what i'm saying is i i feel like more connected to mookie than i do freddie i feel you're you. freddie at the yeah. beginning the first year he didn't even want oh my he was god always talking about atlanta cried like a baby and, every time somebody brought up atlanta he's like don't bring up atlanta yeah and clayton kershaw had to like be like bro this is this place good too you know what i mean like we're good. by the way Lindsay, freddie from from the la area just so you know he's from here yeah he's so from the, the he LA is area. from the oc yeah he's from the la area just so you know so uh but yeah so i feel more connected to mookie understood under understandable um Listen, I, I, I'm looking for Mookie Betts this year to have a makeup season. And I don't mean regular season. I mean postseason. Yeah. Because as, as much as you've talked about all of his honors and all the silver sluggers and gold gloves and all the stats that he's put up, the fact of the matter remains that last year was a playoff embarrassment. And, oh, by the way, the year before was too. Because cause when you're losing to teams like Arizona and San Diego in the postseason, that's a problem for your organization, and and he's a big part of it. And and you're expecting a guy like Mookie Betts to put a team on his back, um, not struggle in the postseason the way he has. So I'm looking to see what happens with him come this this year. But it's I mean we got 162 games before we get there. It's going to be a long season. God, I can't wait for it to really start. I'm going to go see them on Sunday. I'm going to. Oh, you're going to go out there? Yeah, before you go to the game. The, yeah, because uh, the game first pitch is at one. Our game's not till seven thirty. I don't have to be there till five thirty, so I can go. It's only like twenty minutes away from where I'm staying, so I could um, I could just go for a couple innings. Do it, man. Do it. Yeah, I'm gonna go check it out. Okay, looking forward to a full report. And then I'm gonna tell Mookie, Mookie, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And tell him I'm I'm still waiting. I'm let's let's see what happens in the postseason. Yeah, he he, you know, Cappy's yeah, he's being Cappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up next, LeBron's approaching forty thousand. And I feel like the NBA has its new rivalry, Cappy, after what I saw yesterday. Okay. Let's, let's we'll get talk to that, that. But tell them about your home away from home first. Hey, listen, um, I saw a tweet today from somebody who, and I don't remember who it was in the Circle of Trust, that said that they had just booked their room at the East Central for the Bad Bunny concert. See, this is what I'm talking about. When you are going to come into downtown L.A., whether it's for a game or a concert or you're going to out to dinner and you just don't want to you don't want to drive – the East Central is the place to be. Let me explain why. Number one, they've got this incredible location, literally right across the street from L.A. Live. So all the restaurants, all the bars, and obviously the arena, all right across the street. That's number one. So the location. Number two, the size of the rooms. All these downtown hotels, even if they're big branded hotels, they all have little teeny tiny rooms. You can understand why. More rooms, more money. The East Central has gigantic rooms. And by the way, in each one of these rooms, there is some iconic painting. Last week, I stayed in the room that had the Kobe Bryant painting. Prior to that, it was the Wayne Gretzky painting. Um, previous to that, it was the Madonna painting. So the rooms have really, really amazing decor. 
So the East Central has huge rooms. They have great location. And then there's the bar, Nixo, which is right above Figueroa. I mean, you're like one block off the road. So you kind of get the vibe, the sound of downtown L.A., but you're up top and you're having a nice cocktail. By the way, in the morning, I hit the brand new gym every single time I'm staying there. I'll be there this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. I'll be there. The East Central Hotel is the place to be. The East Central Hotel in downtown L.A., entertainment's official address. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yeah. ABC. Yeah, little candy girl. Uh. Um, yeah. Do you know, Cappy, that uh, there's a Jackson biopic coming out? A Jackson biopic? Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. They uh, just fit, I saw somewhere I saw a headline where they just casted it. Hmm. I was gonna say, are there any stars like casting it? Probably not. Let me see. I will double check for you. I just saw the the headline, so I didn't actually read the story. But give me a second. But what does a Jackson biopic have to do with Candy Girl? Isn't this the Jacksons? No, this is New Edition, isn't well, this it? This is oh. the Jacks. It sounds like the Jacksons, doesn't it? I thought this was New Edition. Did they both sing it? I don't know. All right, somebody do some fact-checking here. New Edition did sing it in 1983, but did they sing it after the Jackson Well, no, G- George wouldn't know that because it was 1983. He was four years old. Good point. I'm that just looking six. at the paper. Five, actually. Oh, six. Five yeah. years old. All right, you wouldn't know this then from then. Somebody got to tell uh, me. So, the I'm Jacksons, looking. I'm looking New it Edition. up. Jackson 5 did sing Candy Girl. Did they really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. That is wild. That's why I thought I thought this was the Jackson version. Maybe it is. Uh, Big D, who you playing? I'm just. I saw it in the system. I was like, okay, got a little candy girl. It doesn't. It doesn't say new edition. No, they didn't. It says that it was. It says that their song was inspired by the Jackson Five's ABC. Oh, so ABC. Yeah, but they said that this is new edition. 
One, two, three, and then this is Candy Girl. I just don't remember um, New Edition sounding this young, but I guess I did. But that's why I said ABC. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I started seeing ABC. Oh, you thought it was ABC, not Candy Girl. Right. Uh, Candy Girl. So Candy Girl, for for clarification, is a New Edition edition song, song. but it's it's, it's basically the the hook from ABC. Correct. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. See the way we so anyway, that the out? Jackson biopic. Let me find that. Real it's quick. workshopping right there. It's just workshopping it out right there on the air. Just kind of talking out loud, trying to figure it all out. Little working Tanucci. towards resolution. Oh, Antoine Fuqua is, is uh, directing the movie. Wow. Antoine Fuqua? Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, that changes everything. I mean, my God. Antoine Fuqua. Wow. Who's that? What is I don't he, know who that is. I don't know who that is. He's obviously got to be a big name director. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Though. I'm, I'm not like hip to directors really that much. Me neither. Just but like Quentin Tarantino and... He did Training Day. Okay. Oh, interesting. Did yeah. not know that. Mm. He's done a lot of Denzel movies, period. Is Denzel in this new movie? Uh, I don't know. What if he plays Joe Jackson? He should play Joe dad. Jackson. That's right. He could. He That's totally right, he could. could. Uh, here we go. He's a great Let's actor. See. He could play anyone. He was great in that movie, Flight. Or was it Flight? Or no. was it Candy Girl? Uh, Jamal Henderson will play Jermaine. I don't know who Jamal Henderson is. Um, Jaden Harville will play the younger Trey Horton. Marlon Jackson. And who's playing Michael? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the whole key. It's probably yeah, like I'm, 10 different people, right? If it's a bi- biopic. There's a bu- there's like eight or yeah like eight different kids or something that, that are playing these movies yeah uh, hey speaking of uh, speaking of things that are being uh, watched right now or things that will be watched in the future I'm not watching it yet but I hear amazing things about it tell me if anybody's seen it yet anybody watching that Patriots um, yeah see, okay so I haven't started it yet but I hear it's awesome now this is on Netflix right no it's on Apple. Oh, okay, check me. It is very good because everyone Don't you have like three subscriptions to Apple? Well, I don't have any, but Rachel has a couple that I use, you know what I mean? Wait, but didn't you, you weren't weren't you like your problem was you were paying for two? Well, I thought I was, but I guess I'm not. I don't know exactly what the deal is, so. But I do kind of feel good about it because she's got my HBO Max at her house. So like, Uh so at least I'm like kind of giving back a little bit because I'm using like her Spectrum app and I'm using her, you know, YouTube TV, Right. right? So I'm giving back a little bit. So wait, this is on. It's on Apple. Uh huh. And what what is the name of this Patriots doc that they're they're doing or um, a series? Uh, I don't know, but I know that like Robert Kraft is. We did talk about this the other day because we were talking about Tom Brady and how how great he looked. Like he looks so handsome in it, and his hair looks amazing. He just looks so like happy. It's called the Dynasty. Okay, now I haven't seen any of it yet, but like I'm saying, people are telling me that this series Dynasty is really really great it's very good it's very and, well done and very very interesting and and how long does it go back do you know i mean you're, you're watching it so you, you've seen probably most of um, them I'm i mean it started like with, with right before tom brady came into the fold when he came in for for bledsoe bledsoe correct so they've had so they've been working on this thing for the last 20 years um i mean a lot of that part of it is archival you know oh so okay that's just where the story starts right right okay right, got right. it got it got it yeah george you're not interested in this huh I mean, I'll probably swing to it eventually. I've just got a lot of stuff going on right now, Kevin. Yeah, I know. I got to. I got to get into it. I do. I, I mean, I've got. I, I literally have like an NBA game outside of outside of next. No, next week I have two NBA games back to back. What games? Like, you got? I have. 
I have a stretch of games right now where every basically every week I have a game from here till the playoff through the yeah playoffs. you're doing a lot of games man it's been a good season for you so far um what so next week for example I think are you you're out for a couple of days because I think Wednesday Chris, and Thursday yeah because yeah, Chris has um, well, your short show one day like very short show yeah because uh, I think it's Wednesday I think the Lakers play the Kings on Wednesday at seven I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, Chris has the uh, Yachtly crew guys coming into the studio that day. So he's like, let's wait till George leaves so we can have the Yachtly crew guys come in and we can put on sailor hats and we can, you know, sing Yacht Rock together. So I think yeah, that's what Someone had said that I was more of a Yachtly, uh, uh, I think he said Yachtly mode kind of guy. And I said, mm. no, I get seasick, bro. <laughs> no Yachtly, nothing. What, you, what back-to-back games you got next week? I have Warriors Bucks on TV and then Denver, Mavericks Heat at Mavericks on radio. Oh, really? So I'll be, you know what you should do? It would be hilarious. Tell me. You should pot me up occasionally. On, on TV. radio. No, on radio. Oh, okay. On yeah, Thursday, that's a good idea. you have a full show. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I will be doing, while you're on the air, I yeah. will be doing ESPN Radio's uh, Heat at Mavericks. Can you give us some kind of like shout out or some type of like so we know? And we I can mean, I, I, you would have to tell me. I will when text you're gonna, you. Yeah, I will text to, you. Hey, yeah. we're going to be potting right, you up. But in don't the next do segment. anything until I respond. Yeah, because we're okay. going to make sure you see it. Okay, but hold on. You're doing the play by play of that game on radio? Correct. Okay, let me tell you something right now. You need to go crazy like this. Luka Doncic in the white jerseys with the blue trim. He's wearing the black Nike high tops with his sleeves on the left arm. He's got his his calves exposed with his socks midway through, and it's a chest-high dribble for Luka. I mean, you got to okay, do... Okay, but I can't do the actual Harlan voice. Yeah, no, I feel like no, we, no, need to, like, we need to come up with like a phrase or something he could say so we know it's like a, you know, like homage to, to right. I can't, the show. I can do all the, the detailed stuff. But I can't do the Harlan voice no, no, you while have doing to, but a you, game. But I'm just saying, do the details. Sure, that's no problem. Yeah. We need, like, a phrase, though. Like, what about this one? He came back from the dead! Well, that's, that would only could, work, could work if, like, they're, if like, they come back from, like, a big deficit. You oh, know what I mean? What like, about... Phenomenal! Phenomenal's great! Well, I could probably sneak in Phenomenal, also not in the Jim Rome voice, probably. Oh, no, though. but that's the best part of it. No, <laughs> I can't do the Jim Rome voice on national ESPN radio. I disagree. I think that no. this think is like did. something where people are like, you know, one thing about Sedano that's great as a play-by-play guy, he throws in little things that... Okay, that- I, maybe Phenomenal, maybe that... I mean, it would have to be like... To like punctuate, like, what about so, maybe the main thing? The main thing. Oh, I could definitely easily. That that's in. an that's, easy. Yeah, one. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, LeBron forty thousand points is going to happen on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, what is he nine points? Yeah, and nine he, points away. He's got like a twelve hundred game streak of ten points or more. So yeah, I mean, it would be very I mean, that's happening rare yep. for that to yeah. Now, to did happen. I? Did, we talked about this in Super Crosstalk earlier today. Um, Denver is likely to be somewhat shorthanded in this game. Is that right? Jamal Murray uh, sprained his ankle yesterday in the game against the Heat. Okay, so you know a lot of people are like, well, I I really want to see them play against the very best. I want to see them play fully strength. No, not me. I mean, no, the think Lakers about, need all the help they can get. Right. right. I mean, think about that game against the Clippers. I mean, they're missing two big pieces of their team. You know, and yeah. so um, the Lakers make that spectacular comeback, um, which may not have happened had those two pieces been involved in that game or available that night for the Clippers. So, listen, um, while Denver fans might say, oh, yeah, well, the Lakers beat us, but, you know, we didn't have our guy. We didn't have Jamal Murray. Uh, Laker fans will be like, we don't care. 
Uh, we don't really care who you no, had. I mean, you, you got to take advantage of the situation. Absolutely. Which is As a matter why... of fact, it 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 isn't. I mean, it's not going to be an easy game, but it help. It certainly helps them. So, like, that's a game that became more winnable for sure. Which is why, really, I know last night doesn't feel great. You know, you're giving up 131 points to one of the worst teams in the NBA, a team that has like nine wins on the season, and it doesn't feel great. But you have to win no matter what. And that was the kind of game that perhaps earlier in the season, especially on the second night of a back-to-back, where you had to put in the kind of effort they did the night before, that's the kind of game that, again, in December, you might actually lose that game. Right. So, they listen, this, this schedule is so strange right now for the Lakers because I want to say nine of the next ten games are home, and you're playing against good teams, teams with winning records, and, you know... You're playing against Denver this Saturday, and I want to say the number is like seven straight wins that the Nuggets have against the Lakers. So, I mean, the numbers are, I mean, in terms of banking some wins, if nine of your next ten games are at home, you need to bank a bunch of these wins, especially against good teams. Oh, no, and right, and if they're hurt, then so be it. Like, you got to take advantage. I'm with you uh, on that, no doubt. But, um, yeah, I, I think the LeBron getting 40,000 is going to be pretty wild. Like, it's it's... I mean, the Kareem thing, I didn't think there, anybody was going to break that, you know, and then he did it, and now it's it's him who he's going to keep extending that thing further out. I remember we had AC Green on the other day at that event, and even he was like, yeah, I've never in my wildest dreams thought anybody would be in this range, and look at where he's what he's doing now. So it's, it is a pretty cool thing. We were talking about him yesterday, right, and just kind of appreciate him, and same thing with Mookie just a little while ago. Appreciate greatness, man, You while you have it, because... You never know when those lean years are coming. Hey, I got an idea for a phrase you can work in. Oh, I have one too, actually. Um, Benevolent. So they, well, probably not that. No one would but, see that one coming. But the um, I can actually do a little homage to the circle of trust. Yeah, what do you got in mind? Because do you know, like, there... Okay, so you know where the free throw line is. There is a circle around the free throw line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So I could say, you know, so-and-so is pulling up from the circle, right? Or something, you know? But you'd have to say, like, the circle of trust, which wouldn't make sense. No, I could just, no, from the circle. We call it the circle all the time. Yeah. What about, what about, like that. Happy Chinooka. No, I have definitely no can't idea happy Chinooka. what Chinooka is. No, you should nope. say that. That would be a good one. No, that would be good. I would like that. That would be great. <laughs> probably can't sneak that one in. You can sneak that in. You just have to do it, dude. Yeah, no, probably not. Shoot first and deal with the problems later. Just no. just do it. Yes. No, no. I know what you could say. Let's give it up for the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, Except don't they're not playing. That. Don't oh. say that. That's oh, lame. Dang it. In that game. So that's weak if they sauce. were playing, maybe. Nah, that's lame. Um, little Tanucci. <laughs> that little Tanucci's good. Little Tanucci's good. have no clue what you're talking about there. Although I'm doing the game with Corey Alexander, he know he he's probably a wheezy guy. Yeah, find out like one of the players on the team that like is a big fan of his, and then drop it in in there like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I will. So if you text me, because you should be able to pot that up. Yeah, no problem. Oh, I can easily pot yeah. it up easily. I can pot that thing right up. No problem. Just pot it right up. I'll pot yeah. that junk and right then up. That way you can you can when I tell you, um, that I just give me a. a you know, I will try to weave it in as quickly as possible. Uh, you know, I'll give it, you know, you might have to give it a minute or two, but, you know. In fact, I feel like, you know, since you're calling that game, I feel like we should air the whole game. But I mean, no. Well, Cappy, I'm sure Cappy would love that. I would love that. That'd be great. We did that once before be when you were calling a game, I remember. No, but that was in the, that was later. That was like a six o'clock start. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, oh, it that is. Was not, that was not uh, a, uh, 
a 4.30 local tip. No, that's LA a good tip. idea. We should air the you whole gotta game. you got to ask next. Yeah, ask for a weekday radio game that's like a 6 o'clock start. Um, yeah, like a West Coast game you're saying, yeah, basically? Yeah, so we can just... You know, get off yeah. an hour early. Yeah. The only time George. it's aired, I've aired play-by-play -play during the day was like during the holidays. I'd do like a bowl game or something. Oh, we like, did do your bowl game. That that's right. what it was. But I, but we have done a basketball game. But it was a it was like a later tip. Yeah. So, all right. What do you guys think? You guys want to play some big deal or no deal or what? Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. I I don't think there's any question. And in big deal or no deal, I want Lindsay to talk about this uh, this really good player uh, at the NFL Combine. Who doesn't believe that space is a thing. And it's starting to make me wonder, like, I don't know if I'd draft the guy. But I'd love to hear your thoughts, Cappy, <laughs> since, you know, you've got, um, you know, you've got all this insight at the Combine. You know, so I want to, I'd love to get your thoughts. I'd love to, for you to put your GM cap on. Still haven't found out the former SI, former NFL no, Network guy. I got a guy. couple guesses brewing, okay. Yeah, it's not Peter Gammons. Oh, it's an S, you said SI. Right. Yeah, he said SI and oh, NFL Network guy. Right. And he's not, and it's not AI, it's SI. Oh, it's Jim Trotter. Is it? Yeah, that's what it is. That. Yeah, you said that he was, he was a little short no, guy. No, if I would have known SI, glasses. I would have guessed it a long, a long time ago. That, I, I thought of that. Jim Trotter, but but he, you said he was a little short guy with glasses and gray hair. I also said he was a white guy. Yeah, you did. But then, you're lying. So you know it is Jim Trotter. Trotter. I didn't say that. So you throw me off. You're trying to trick me. I didn't yeah. say that. It you're is lying. Jim Trotter. I also, said, I also said she. I said she, not he. Yeah, you're lying. Okay. See, this no, is the problem. You, you want to get aggregated, but then when we come with the truth, I don't want to get aggregated. I, I mean, why aggregation. don't you just tell us Alex Van Pelt told you, too? Why I would at? never do such a thing, because I would yeah. never talk to him about such a thing. Because he's not from Cleveland. He only was there for two years. That's right. He's not from Cleveland. Right. Neither he's is Bronny. the Patriots just right. now. Bronny's not from Cleveland. Bronny's an L.A. guy now. All right. Big deal or no deal is next. Oh, Cappy, final segment of the program. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Got a weekend ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Lakers basketball, combine. It's going to be fun, Jack. Good job. Hit it. Really good job. We got three minutes here, Cappy, for your dealer's choice. Yeah, um, I'm going to start off by saying this. You know, tonight is Friday night, right? So everybody have a great weekend. Be safe out there. We'll all get back together. We'll reconvene on Monday. And uh, next week's going to be a great week. I know I'm going to be up, and we we got a lot going on. As a matter of fact, uh, Tuesday night's a Kings game. Wednesday night's a Laker game. Friday night's a Laker game. And then Saturday, we've got this really awesome event that we're doing with Subaru and Best Friends, which is um, an organization that is, like, trying to save animals that are in shelters. And so we're going to be doing, like, a big pet adoption thing that's happening kind of in the Santa Monica area on Saturday next week. So mark your calendar for next Saturday. Anyway... George, a big theme this week was about tipping and how annoyed I am that when I go places, everywhere I go, they, they turn the iPad around and they, they kind of guilt you into tipping. Interesting article that we had read earlier today was, guy goes into a barber shop, right? Before he gets the haircut, he's going to pay for it. And they, they give him a chance to tip 50%, 75%, or 90%. I'm fetching about 18 to 20 to 22%. These guys are looking to jack this guy for a 50% tip. Now, wow. I saw the 50% tip, $7.50. Can you guys do the math to figure out how much the haircut cost? No, I'm really bad at math. I mean, it's a 50, it's a 50% tip. It's $7.50. How much does a haircut cost? This is this a trick question? It's Wait, not a trick question. The tip was seven fifty. dollars so right. you're saying... Right. So um, how much? And, it's and it was 50%. a fifty percent tip. Right. Fifteen dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. Now fifteen dollars plus seven dollars and fifty cents, twenty-two dollars and fifty cents seems like a reasonable number for a haircut, doesn't it? Yeah. Sure. But still, the percentage is offensive, isn't it? I mean, maybe it's just the way that that they would do it, so the person cutting the hair gets more than like the business. Right. That's what I'm. I'm trying to tell you. It's a bad idea. Charge more for the haircut and ask for less of the tip. No, 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 because you would want to tip the person that's giving. You're, you would want no, the money to go to them. No, he's saying that the hairstylist should ask for more percentage of the haircut. Is what he's saying. Yeah, I'm, sa- I'm saying that when if somebody if I the other day when I walked into Illy over in the JW Marriott and the girl handed me the pre made salad and okay. the next thing I know I got to give her an eighteen twenty or twenty two percent tip. Come on, I get you. Like if if you ask me for a fifty percent or a seventy five or a ninety percent tip, I'd be like, girl, are you out of your mind? So anyway. All right. All right. Listen, you are on this tipping thing. I mean, well, I remember I know, the valets, uh, you know, the valets at that place in San Diego, they don't love you. Here well, the, listen, they didn't deserve a tip that night. Mm-hmm. We can discuss yeah. further next week. Guilt. Tipping guilt is what that is all about. All right. We're done here. Cappy, great job. Lindsay and DeAndre, great job. Circle, great job. Christopher, no good job. You did nothing for us today, actually. So that is that? true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. All right. We're done. See ya.